Jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. So how's that Facebook thing going? Yeah, really good. Uh, getting some really, really positive feedback. Uh, teachers are finding it really, really useful. What I've done over the Christmas holidays is I've actually organised everything into a website. So if you go to mrpict.com, you can see everything that we've posted there so far uh, with all the links, uh, the working smart and not harder stuff, the app tutorials, Dr. Chips's computing ideas. And so you can see everything that's already posted, loads of links for how you can sign up on Facebook for £3.50 a month, less than a pound a week. And yeah, hopefully it'll help you make more out of the technology in your school. Well, as David Dickinson once said, that sounds like a bargain. Hello and welcome to episode 17, series 2, episode 8 of Two Mr P's in a Podcast with me, Mr P. And the other Mr P. We are back, guys. I hope you are doing well. It is still January. How it's still January, I don't know. It seems to be the longest month ever. It's scary. It is actually scary. I did make a video about it on my uh, Facebook page because it's like 30 days, has September, April, June and November. All the rest have 31 apart from January, which seems to have 749. Um, but we, uh, we're slowly, surely getting there, February this weekend. And uh, we've had a bit of snow. So were you in school today? Yeah, we were in school today. Um, shovels were out. A couple of brave members of staff. I was, a li- unfortunately, a, t- a little bit late. Tactically um, late. Not tactically late. I actually I dropped my little girl off at um, at mum's. Yeah. And as I got out of the car, I just heard this almighty, like, bang. And I looked round and there was just a woman on a bike just laying in the middle of the road. You're joking. So I was like, oh, my God. So I went, you know, wait there. <laughs> so I started running over, not realising that the grip on the bottom of my work shoes had completely got too much playground football. So I started then slipping. I thought I was going to do a Jeff Collins. I was like, oh no, it's all coming back. It's going to... So I thought, oh no, I'm going to get like, it. Like um, so Marvin Home Alone. Exactly, yeah, I was completely going. And I finally got there. She was kind of helping me stay up. I was like using her, her body on the floor to stop. Yeah. So anyway, I helped her up and she was like, can you believe it? I've rode all the way from Stockport, which is a fair way, isn't it, to, yeah. to, to Stratford. And then she really... I mean, that's she started off Monday night. What's... So she went. She went. Yeah, I've gone all the way from Stockport and I've not fell once, um, and I'm only going to that house there. So I picked the bike up and I just kind of went, maybe just walk the rest of the way. Yeah, <laughs> like and you know, it's good deed, good deed done for the day. Oh, Starts your day yeah. off right. But um, no, I have to say, uh, you know, I, I just like the snow came last year and my wife and and her school they had a snow day. Like, the whole time I was at my old school for five and a half years, didn't have one snow day. Yeah. And, like, I've been at this school now for a couple of years and still no no snow days. Not no. really, yeah. Well, my... So, the, the trips had the snow day. I saw that, Well, yeah. no, well, the, I think a few of the teachers couldn't make it in. So, as they arrived to school, they sort of said, look, we're, we're down to our bare... The bare staff. You can leave them if you want, but if you want to take them home. So, Claire just said, come on, we'll go and build a snowman. Happy days. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. So, um... This is no joke, by the way, right? Um, the man, the myth, the legend, Cockney John. Yeah. Right? He sent me... He lives, like... He lives kind of up high, like, nearish Rochdale way. Yeah. So he, he gets the snow quite bad. And he, um... He sent me a video, which I hadn't watched because, you know... You never know what Cockney John's going to be sending <laughs> uh, via WhatsApp. But he sent me this, and I just want to play a little bit of it. So it's, I thought, oh, and this is his house, but... Come on and build a snowman. <laughs> Come on, let's go and play. <laughs> is that him? I That's never him. see you anymore. Come to the doors like you went away. 
<laughs> so, well then, well then you've hidden it. It's he doesn't sound like, cockney on that at all. It's Thirty-two seconds long, so he's done like a solid <laughs> verse and comments. Yeah, but he's not talking about. Do you want to build a snowman, bro? He's going full on. Do you want to? Yeah, yeah, go which for is it. Uh, which is classic, but no, I mean. The snow's just dodgy. Did you get out in it? Did you, did you... No, because the, the playground was filled and obviously it's health and safety, isn't it? And, it's a nightmare. And you're walking through and what was weird was obviously the... the um, what, I was going to say the janitor then, but that's definitely not... Caretaker. Like, caretaker. Or site manager. Site manager, that's the one. Site manager, who is absolutely brilliant, by the way. Um, Shout out to all the site managers out there. Yeah, site managers. Unsung heroes, I'd say. Indeed. Um... And she. Have yeah, I ever mentioned she, that she we, had a, we had a site manager who was scared of heights and never went up ladders? Doesn't never sound like that. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you fix that bull? Nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I can't. It was like that. <laughs> he, just had a, he just had a fear of heights, so nothing, nothing ever got done. Oh, God. Just lights flickering on and on all the time. this brand new post, can you put it up? Um, no. <laughs> I can't do that, actually. Um, yeah, so yeah. Our, she, you know, she went around the whole place, they did a whole kind of circumference of the school and laid down salt and did all this and I've got these like black suede shoes on and the salt yeah a little bit naughty yeah and like the salt the salt was getting on my shoes oh dear and then and then later on like my shoes kind of turned white really but like half black half white so I looked like I was kind of like ridiculously jazzy, especially yeah, yeah. for a Wednesday. Like you were in some. Uh... Yeah, it was just. It was just. I, I was kind of like, "What's going on with my shoes?" And it, you know, the the good thing is at my school is there's there's a few um, women, especially. In fact, it's just women. Um, apart from obviously Commando Joe's there a couple of a uh, couple of days. Team, team, team. Yeah, team. Um, so, you know, these women and they're all just so knowledgeable and they're they're all experienced. They, you know, older than me. But they, they, they just, whenever I've got a worry or a concern or need a little bit of advice, just solid, yeah. solid knowledge. Soon as I looked at my shoes and I went, what is going on with these shoes? She just went, it's the salt. <laughs> and I looked at her and I went, what? You know, I was, I was like, bemused. I was like, what? And she was like, the salt that they lay down to melt the snow on the paths. You've stepped in some and that's why you And I, I just thought, genius. <laughs> That is classic. Um, so yeah, but you know the kids—they're excitable, aren't they? And it, yeah, it's just, it's just hectic. You just want—you just want to get them out there, though. I just—I mean, just get them out there and get them playing. But then you can't win either way, can you? Because if you let them go out and play, I'm sure you get parents who complain, saying they've not got the right. You know, I don't want them going out and play. And then you'll get parents saying, "Why weren't they out playing?" You know, it's yeah, a but tough also, one, tough one to you, manage. You—you you, know—I look back in my primary school days and. And look at like, you know. I mean, we've we've already established on this show before that I didn't always make the right choices <laughs> at primary school. Yeah. And you know, I think the whole point is there's a lot. You know, I'd say eighty percent of the children could be trusted um, yeah. going out and out doing a doing a snow fight and things like that. The problem is that other that other fifteen percent. Did I say eighty five? Oh. That could sound like really bad math. Like, 95% of the children would be fine, but 15%, yeah, hopefully I've got that right. Uh, but yeah, so whatever percent of the children yeah. who don't make the right choices, they're going to be the ones, and I knew someone like this at primary school. I'm not going to name and shame Yeah, Johnny, which is what his name was. But he was, he was the master of the ice ball. Oh, you know, yeah, like yeah. far too. Sorry, Yeah. put that on silent. Uh, he was the master of the ice ball, and, and that was where everyone's throwing these lovely, soft, powdery yeah. snow, and everyone's like, oh, this is amazing. And then, zing, someone yeah. gets hit with famous Johnny's ice ball. And no, yeah. it was, uh, you know, it could, it could draw blood at times. Absolutely. So, um, apart from that, everything good? Have you had a good couple of weeks since we've been. Uh... Yeah, just. Uh... Just the same old, just working. Obviously, you know, baby number two. is on the way, guys. We are on countdown now. Did the due date? Due date's the 26th of Feb, but, um, you know, could come any time because the baby's 
measuring big. I don't know where. Don't know where the babies got that from, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we'll just uh, yeah, we'll wait and see. But that's exciting times, and yeah, you know, I I, I know I wanted to touch on this on this app was um, to the listeners. We're around at my mum's yesterday because she was taking care of my little girl, and also your, you know, a couple yeah. of yours were there, and uh, I nipped round to the shop. And when I got back, Lee had left. And I thought, oh, I wonder why Lee's gone. And then I said to my mum, oh, where's Lee gone? And uh, she said, oh, he's gone. He, you know, he, he wasn't very happy when he left her. But doing the proper grandma voice. He wasn't very happy, was he, Isla? To my little girl. <laughs> and Isla's looking a little bit dodgy towards Sheepish. me. And I said, what happened? And she just came out of it. I hit him. I went, <laughs> you what? She went, I hit him. Yeah. Went, you hit you, you hit him, and uh, straight straight I, in the face, clocked me yeah, right on the cheek. Boom! And I'm not gonna lie, she had it when she got home. She got anything that she wanted: sweets, <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, I got her to ring you, didn't I? Yeah, which was nice, up. and she was. Uh, she apologised. She yeah, she was just. I didn't know. accept the apology. I'm still fuming about it. I wait for the written letter. No, that was but... extremely rude from you, actually. <laughs> no, I it was no. What it was was I always have a little bit of banter. Try and have a bit of banter with her, and she'd uh, mo- tries the right. Yeah, word. tries the right word. So she's my dad's. My dad's made a tea, and she's got her coming down the stairs. And I was like joking, going, "Oh, I'll have your tea. I'll have your tea, uh, unless you give me a kiss on me on your on my cheek and like put my cheek out." And it was just prime. She just came in, absolutely walloped me. So I was like, "That's not very nice. You shouldn't do that." But we call fair, that the you... one bam thank you Dan yeah. named after the uh, the <laughs> famous <laughs> Christmas brawl of '96. But I've just I, I learned a lesson that day. I learned a lesson that day. You just don't come between Isla and food. Simple as that. It's true. I mean, imagine coming near me. Imagine you were <laughs> a hand going close to the L Twizzler door. My goodness me! You'd have to have uh, injections. Yeah, yeah. Maybe shots. You go full on. Yeah. So, how's your week been? Uh, really good, yeah. So busy as always. I was down at the uh, Bet Conference on Friday. Remember yeah, me saying on the last, yeah, 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 on the last episode. So you were worried that no one was going to show. Yeah, to the talk. So there was all this. Uh, it was all the politics of it all. But I had a really, really good day. Really good day. Um, head, headed down there in the morning. Got the train down and just sort of. Um, it's a weird one. So it's this massive ed tech conference. It's on it. If you've never been, you can't imagine the sort sort of scale of it. Um, and I've been to a few of them. This is the first one I've come away from where I thought, actually, there's not nothing much there that's, that I've really, you know, learnt or saw that I thought, oh, I'd get to you. And wow. no, it's like once you've seen one interactive whiteboard, you've seen every interactive whiteboard. So for me, it was more about just catching up with everyone, which was uh, amazing. The talk went really well. Thank you to everyone who came along uh, and stayed. So, How many people do you have there? Uh, well, it wasn't full, because it was a big arena. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't full, but um, the people at Bet... Was it Bet, uh, I probably won't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> but the people at Bet said it's the busiest it's been at that time of night throughout the week. Well, that's fair play, isn't it? Well, I don't think they had any speakers on at that time of night. <laughs> yeah, it was closed. <laughs> <laughs> well, twice through my uh, talk on stage, the announcer came on saying, the bet show is now closed. Please make your way to the exit. Twice. Twice as oh, I do my, my speech. Goodness. So, uh, it was... But, yeah, it seems to go well and, oh, and got oh, some oh, really if good feedback. If I was feedback. in the crowd there and that went off, <laughs> I'd be like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the the only thing I think that got people to come was that they sort of put on a bit of a free bar. Mm. So they sort of said... I'd have um, come for that. Yeah. So everyone got a beer or a wine if they were watching, but then literally... Just to ten... get through it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to get through it. Well, literally, ten minutes in, it came up on this little screen saying, um, the teachers have rinsed the bar. <laughs> there is of nothing left. Have. Nothing left. So, But no, it seems to go really well. I mean, the, uh, the podcast got loads of love. Did it? Ah, loads of love. So... I was sort of pottering about meeting, talking to other people, and the amount of people who were coming up saying, oh, I just absolutely love the podcast, it's hilarious, it's really funny. Even some of the big, big, um, big chiefs at Apple really sort of came up and were like, Oh, we're loving the podcast, loving it. So if you are listening, you know what to do. Sponsor, sponsor the podcast. Sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just funny because uh, it, it's a bit, it's without sounding sort of. Um, 
spaghetti or anything, uh, it's it's a bit of an ego boost because the amount of people who would introduce me to other people by saying things like, "Oh, you, have you not met Mr. P? He's like the most influential, the most influential uh, blogger or influential social media." teacher on online or whatever and I just always feel really embarrassed because you don't know what to say it's like someone introducing you saying oh he's the best guy at, at this yeah, yeah. and you don't know what you feel that awkward then like what, I'm like I always have to say the same thing where I go no I'm not no yeah. I'm not guys stop, stop it. it stop yeah. it because it's funny I don't really listen to many other educational podcasts but there was one that I listened to the other day and it introduces a podcast followed by the statement of this is the most listen to or most influential something something other and if they say it once they say it every time they go like this is the most influential thing on education in the UK right yeah I don't know whether that's true or not but if it was true would you need to say it every single time um, do you know what I mean like I don't I, I, I just feel like that's a bit you're like yeah, forcing well, it what about like if you're an Oscar winner yeah like, but you know you every, don't say it do you no but like everyone Everyone gets introduced. You know, like when anyone's on the Graham Norton show. Yeah. When, you know, it'll be like, and three-time Oscar nominee. Yeah, I suppose, like I suppose so, so. I don't know. But if they were doing your, if you were doing your own, pro, like we don't introduce this now by going, you're now listening to UK, the UK's number one educational podcast. Now that's just how I introduce myself to people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're now Maybe speaking to one do. half. But saying that, first. saying that, the, uh, the, sh- the live show, which we'll get onto in a minute, I think that's what I've put on. The number one educational podcast is coming live, so I'm, I'm sort of... I like it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, talking of live show, have you got your tickets yet? We want to say a massive thank you to everyone who's jumped on, bought tickets. Um, yeah, it's coming along nicely. Uh, we've still got some tickets left. We are not at capacity yet, but we're pretty much heading to a point... We're close to a point where it's sort of going to be... Full enough for it more not to look empty. Your bet <laughs> yeah, more than my bet talk. Um, so what you've got to do, guys, is you've got to head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com. That's a number two, mrpspodcast.com. There's a link there. You can also go to my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash ICT Mr P. Uh, there's the event there that you can you know tag all your friends in. You can actually buy your tickets on Facebook. I've worked it out now that it was a, it's a tenner a ticket plus booking fee. So I think all all in all it's about 13 pounds with the booking fee um but yeah this is what you need to do wherever you are in the uk this is happening um during your easter holidays whether it's the first weekend last weekend so organize it go into your staff room and say look mr p and his brother are doing the uh, podcast live in manchester it's going to be a really funny night it'll be great for team building great for staff morale we'll go and have a right giggle put the list up on the whiteboard like we do who's up for it get a few names book your tickets and then just come up for the night travel up on the train on or down on the train on the saturday morning go around the trafford center do a bit of shopping maybe um stay local to the traffic center if you want to because the venue is literally 10 minutes down the road from the traffic center and then come along to the show we'll have uh, we're able to put some drinks on so we'll have some um beer wine whatever it might be so you can have a have a drink while you're watching it have a laugh have a giggle then just get a taxi into town and enjoy a night in manchester I applaud that. That's yeah, a, that, that is a cracking sales pitch. Ah, we're going I'm for impressed. it, yeah. I'm I've impressed. improved from that. I've, I've decided, look, this is happening. We're going for it, and we're going to make sure if it's If that's Dragon's brilliant. Den, I'm making you an offer. Are you making me an yeah. offer? I'll be like, it. I'm out. On that Friday. <laughs> on that Saturday. <laughs> yeah. So Saturday, April the 13th at the Fuse Centre in Manchester. Get yourselves involved. It's going to be amazing. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll see where we go from there. But... Um, Guess where I'm going on Saturday? Oh, I already know this, but go on, tell uh, tell everyone. So we're back out to Dubai, doing some work out in Dubai, which I'm very, very excited about. And, uh, yeah, doing four days training do we out have, there. Do we have many listeners in Dubai? I think we do, actually. I think we've, there's, a, there's a solid core there's of solid listeners. solid core. Why, what are you thinking? I'm thinking... Take the tour thinking international. If, listen, if this tour goes as well as I know it's going to go... <laughs> yeah. Plug, plug, plug. Um, why not? You know, I know that I know that there's people crying out for it in Ashburn, USA. Yeah, Virginia, Virginia, Virginia strong. You know, we'll go, and it'll be you know, 
Be I was, we, were, we were joking before saying it'll be like we need to do a sort of uh, build up documentary a bit, bit like the Bross documentary <laughs> of us two now if you've not watched this Bross documentary oh my it oh, is an absolute it's one of the great you sent it me and you said you need to watch this yeah. and I don't really know much of Bross at all but oh, I absolutely wet myself absolutely wet myself what was your favourite bit in in it uh, there's a few to be honest but I like when uh, I liked when the main singer was just like, "Can we just stop this for a second? <laughs> Conkers a band in the UK, and then he's like going absolutely off on Conkers. Which, to be fair, I was a bit like, he's got a, he's point. Got a point. And then he turned the camera just pans to his brother. And he goes, "What? What are you talking about?" He goes, "They've banned Conkers in the UK." And he goes, nah, "I'm all right with it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but some of the one-liners oh, are just. Man. Ricky Gervais couldn't have written it better. No, it was, could perfect, it? It was it? just it perfect. Was you know, the letters H O M E, just just personify home. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's oh, awesome. brilliant. So, what's this space? We might um, do a little bit of a mockumentary in the build-up to the live show. When will I? Will I <laughs> yeah, we'll be come out famous. to that. Yeah. <laughs> right. I did you see him on the? Did you see him on this morning? Was it this morning or oh, Great Brit? Great, oh, what is it? Good Morning Britain. Good Morning Britain. That's the one where um, I think Luke. They're doing it live, and, he's oh. in and, he, and he goes, you know, you don't get into music just to wear a shirt and tie every day. Yeah. And then the other one's wearing shirt yeah. and tie. I'm, and wearing, he's going, I'm wearing a shoot and tie. <laughs> is that? Are you, take, are you taking the mic? Is that a dick? Yeah. Is that a dick? I'm a dick. So, oh, I can't brilliant. see you, brother. I can't see you. <laughs> So All oh, right, on to the first feature of the week. So here we go, the strange things that happen in a primary school. And if you remember the last episode, we were talking about children's obsession with being at the front of the line. And today, we're going to talk about the weird... Just every classroom has it, right? It's not actually a thing, but it happens. The Bermuda Triangle in your classroom, the Bermuda Triangle of your classroom, where things just go missing and just cannot be found. Oh, it happens everywhere, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah and, and the children are looking. You call uh, you call a search party going, you know, we're talking here, you get your glue sticks out, everyone's using the glue stick. We tidy up, and then there's one glue stick without the lid. Where is the lid? Yeah, that, that's such a good point, yeah. Where is the lid? It goes into that Bermuda Triangle, just, just completely lost. I had a bit, of a, a bit of a Bermuda Triangle episode today, so obviously, you know, just reverting back to the, the snow. Now, I was saying this to someone today, and I was trying to get my point across of, 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 of hatred. Now, I was saying, what, what do we hate in life? Like, what do we hate in life? And, you know, everyone hates at the moment Brexit and and things like that now don't get me started on that (laughs) because I literally have no idea what I would say I don't know Um, if everyone hates Brexit I think everyone just hates the fact that we don't know what the hell is going on yeah well that's what I mean I mean you hate that and everyone hates you know Trump and hates death disease yeah yeah I'd like to throw wet play in there (laughs) because if you're working in school wet play is an absolute joke shop of all joke shops because yeah. at the end of the day you everyone was a kid once you you, you know especially for someone like me who uh, you know struggled to yeah. make the right choices all the time I it was like when people say oh the, the, what is it they're the living for the weekend I yeah. lived for the break I lived yeah. for lunchtime it was all about going out so when you when the kids can't do that obviously you get that energy from them and that I just prefer it. I just prefer taking them out and letting them run around, burn off yeah. steam, and then go on. Anyway, so we had a wet play today, and and yeah, I mean, wet plays are just are just tough. <laughs> but the um, this girl come up to everyone got colours out and everyone was colouring, and I was sat there just playing a bit of noughts and crosses. Yeah. Um, with yourself or no, no, with with <laughs> <laughs> with a couple of ah, uh, I've won again. Couple of a couple of the gents in uh, in year six in. And this girl come up to me and goes, I've just found these. And there was just three pen lids. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so where are the pens? And she was like, I don't know. And I was just like... Yeah. I was just like... But then you do the announcement, don't you? You go, all right, okay, everyone just stop what you're doing. 
Um, we've got three lids here. Who's got the pens? And they're all looking at you like... It's a bit of Cluedo, isn't it? They're looking round at each other like... <laughs> do and then, you but, know? Then, but then at the end of the day, no pens. Yeah. But then you do the classic again, where you're like, right, well, looks like the lids will have to go. You yeah. Know, bin the lids, maybe a couple of hours <laughs> later, literally on your desk... <laughs> It's three pence. you like, did I have them? Yeah. <laughs> Fetch the lids. Get yeah. the lids back. Oh, it's uh, it's it's like that. It's like you go to any lost property in a primary school, and what you'll get is you'll just get one singular trainer. Yeah, that's. And where's the other trainer? That's just where someone, someone the most honest, has just walked home just in an honest sock. <laughs> yeah. Just the Bermuda Triangle of your classroom. You lose random again. things. Yeah. They might turn up again a year later, but no one knows often what lose with it. change in in the Bermuda. Like, what, like money wise. Yeah, just I, just the odd, you know. <laughs> Got the artful dodger in your class. Did he get no big pocket? Oh god, to pick a pocket. Just like you. you know, I, I you know I don't carry round. Cash, Stone yeah. Cold Wonga. Yeah. But you just see odd ten p and mm-hmm. things like that, and and then I go in my pocket at the end of the day, and it is gone. It is absolutely gone. Yeah. So I wonder who's purchasing them cola bottles. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. Now, if you've got a suggestion for the strange things that happen in a primary school, these. Un- unexplainable occurrences that happen day in day out in your school get in touch drop us a message on facebook twitter instagram or send us an email you can also uh, share your stories on the website as well so my story this week i've got a funny story to tell i wasn't involved in this unfortunately it, was ha- it happened when i was um when i was off but basically uh funny one this one so um there's a child in our in our giving school it a big build up i'm here. giving a bit of a big You've build dropped up yeah. it's funny twice <laughs> sorry right I'm sorry, it made like- me Make me laugh, brother. <laughs> yeah, made me laugh. So a lad in a lad in the school. Um, we've had a few sort of issues. Doesn't always typical. Doesn't always the make classic. The two classic. Two Mr. P's in a podcast line. <laughs> we don't like to use the word naughty. Yeah. Or you know, bad behaviour. It's doesn't always, always make make the right, right choices. choices. I tell you what, that was the other go. Just going back to bet. One of the. Um, uh, we were at the teach meet, and the teach meet again was brilliant. And we were all having a few drinks, and the teacher came up to me and said, um, uh, "I've just they asked they asked for a picture, and they sent it on the WhatsApp group. And then one of the parents, uh, or one of the other teachers, sent a message back saying, i 'I've just shown it my son, who just screamed out and went, uh, What happened to your donkey, David?'" It died. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. amazing! And they were like, and they were joking about getting merch and making t. I wasn't, but the others were sort of saying we should get like what happened to your donkey, David, on t-shirts. Oh my goodness! And that'd be the me. other one. That'd be the other tagline. Doesn't always make yeah. the right choices. I don't choices. always make the right, <laughs> make the right choices. choices. That's a great t-shirt. Well, yeah. copyright. <laughs> yeah, that is copyrighted. Two Mister P's podcast. Um, so anyway, so. He's in one one class, and it was the parallel teacher in the other class. He's, he's gone up to her, and he said, um, uh, "Is it all right if I bring a camera in tomorrow and take a picture of picture of you?" So the teacher's a bit like, "What? Uh, why would you want to do that?" And he said, "Well, I just want to give it you for your birthday." So this teacher's a bit taken aback, thinking, mm. "But ultimately." Bit of a compliment, isn't it, if someone wants to take a picture of it? Why not? So she's sort of like in one mind going, oh, that's, that's, it must obviously uh, like me and think I'm quite... But then obviously she's going, um, no, it's, you know, you don't need to bring a camera in, it's not appropriate, you don't need to take pictures, that's, that's fine. Anyway, tells the class teacher who I think is getting to the, getting, you know, pushed to the edge with this child. So she Close to the edge. Yeah, doesn't take the doesn't find the funny side and is straight away on it going, Oh, this is ridiculous. This is um, you know you know you, you think what he's gonna be doing with that picture if he got to take it, he'll be doing all sorts with that, you know, really going it. Don't really take the banter side of thing, you know, it's quite serious, quite straight laced. The banter bus stops at him. <laughs> well her. And um <laughs> Okay. And obviously then the other teachers sort of joking going, Oh, it's probably clearly she's jealous that he didn't want to take a picture of her, you know, having a bit of a joke. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, go goes round. So we're all having a bit of banter about it and the and the head teacher's even like saying to the teacher as she walks that she's sort of going, girls on film, like singing the song <laughs> yeah. and that. And anyway, obviously we tell the lad, no, no to that, it's not appropriate, blah blah blah. And uh, anyway, he's got this weird thing that he doesn't take that on board, he will carry on his adamant. So as we're dismissing the children now, 
the class teacher who's been on him saying no, 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 is there. And as he walks past the class teacher, he just makes the comment of, so I'll be bringing my camera in then tomorrow, like that. <laughs> and, the, and the teacher turns around and says, uh, no, you won't. You will not bring that camera in. I don't know how many times I tell you. And then so the, ch- the child just instantly turns around to her and goes, my mum hates you. <laughs> and then the teacher goes, pardon, my mum hates you and she tells me she hates you all the time then just walked off but the thing was there was a couple of other teachers right behind them who saw it and you know when you see something like that and clearly it just so they're like so then it starts going so these two teachers now are like at each other just whatsapping each other at night going guess what my mum hates you my mum you know just carrying (laughs) on and and it was funny Uh, a few days later the one who uh, the child wanted to take a picture of the teachers in the classroom. Mm. Gets a message. She needs to go and see the head teacher. Head teacher wants a word. So obviously, straight away, when you hear those words, you go, you go into yeah, panic yeah, stations. Panic yeah. stations. What have I done wrong? Why does he want to speak to me? Why can't he come to my class? All these things going through her head. And so she sort of, you know, knocks on the head teacher, and the head teacher's like, right, come in, come in. So she sits there and he goes, uh, he's not really making eye contact with her and he sort of says, right, we need to have a bit of a word. Um, I just need to let you know something serious that's happened. And she's uh, obviously panicking. And then he goes, um, I just want to let you know, my mum hates you. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, she was like, that built up and worried and he's just absolutely at the top, top level, top that level. Is, that is great. So yeah. we were just great, uh, yeah. absolutely laughing. At, you know, that that's, what we, that's what we were sort of saying to each other. <laughs> um, so there we go. Right, next feature of the episode. Back again, current scores. <laughs> flashback throwback is back throw <laughs> yeah. flash. Um, yeah, we're back. And, um, well, well, what a result. If you remember last week, if you remember last week, it was classic sort of cable TV shows from the early days of Nickelodeon, Disney Channel. My two choices of Boy Meets World and Are You Afraid of the Dark went up against Adam's sister, sister and Keenan and Kel. And it was a resounding victory for... Adam. In fact, probably the biggest margin, I think. Yeah. 77% to 23. He well and truly knocked it out of the park. I'll hold my hands up. I knew it was going to happen. I think it was more the Keen than Kel than anything. It was a show for our generation. Yeah. And, I appreciate um, that. I appreciate your... Um, the, the genuine... Yeah, humble. Thanks, yeah. Humble. But pull your pants up, because <laughs> the little brother's just had your pants down there, bro. Well, it's 5-4. I'm still ahead. Still ahead. Listen, I think the thing is, the more people listen to this podcast, I think the more... Strike! Tell me something I don't know, Ump. Well, unlike that nasty curveball, there aren't any surprises when you finance your next car with Carvana. You get real terms personalized for you right in your strike zone. Really? Steerai! How am I supposed to focus when you're telling me about Carvana? Well, Slugger, you gotta keep your eye on the ball. Just like you can keep an eye on your customized down and monthly car payments. I can customize those? He's out and on his way to finance his next car with Carvana. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to get pre-qualified today. We'll drive you happy at Carvana people are like yes you know i know you've got a lot of fans i know you've got a lot of followers i'm a bit of a bit of a unknown i don't know how to unknown say quantity. Like a maverick renegade who who people don't really know too much about um but, as but i think people, know, yeah, yeah i think people are starting to know the real me and maybe that will attract more votes i don't know well one we'll can see. only hope i think it's down to the fact that when it comes to telling our stories right when we're sat in our front room now right and whenever we do a podcast like this adam's always got to have the football on on the telly and if you don't know this, Adam uh, was diagnosed when he was younger with attention deficit disorder. Again, you might have already picked this up on the podcast. So when I start off on my stories, I'll be, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I start off on my stories, I'll be uh, you know talking it through, giving it as much as I can to get as much of a reaction out of Adam. And the amount of times I like 
hit the punchline and I turn to Adam and he's just watching the football, <laughs> right? And I'm like, well, this is why no one laughs and, and, and thinks that you... Because I, I listen intently to your yeah, I hang on your I, every word. I agree. Uh, I'd like to argue that with... I just don't really find <laughs> Don't really find your story. It's funny. <laughs> no, I'm only joking. No, uh, it helps me focus because, yeah, I'm like that, you know... I used to I used to always say this and I always remember when I spoke to my when I used to speak to my mum and dad and it was all about like um, you know you need to start reading more I was like well it's easier said than done with me because I know you know people who say to me oh the book's better than the film yeah no I don't know how that can be right and I know people will be listening to this teach outrage and yeah and, and I and I completely completely um, respect people who can read and read books and series and everything like that non-stop and sorry. he's doing it now he's watching the <laughs> Liverpool game and Leicester have just had a chance and he's gone he's lost it again no so <laughs> so yeah so people who read fair play to you can't do this on the live show by I've the way never, there's never football on the live show you're going to have to concentrate all the I've way I've already through. checked no fixtures <laughs> um, you know but it's it's. I find it extremely tough because I can watch stuff all day, no problem. But when I read, right, I'm reading stuff, but it's not going in. Yeah. Now, this is this. this you know, I'm a big guy. Love my food. You know. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> well, you've gone from reading to going. I'm a big guy. Sorry, it's a great game. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, because I'm saying what I'm saying is, I will be reading, right? And so imagine now. I shouldn't really admit this, you know, the fact that I work at school, but, you know, I've not read that many books. Right. I'm not going to say how many I've read. I don't think it but, shows, you know, but, yeah. My love of book <laughs> says <laughs> says a lot. And, you know, Matilda. Yeah. Matilda's the one, everyone knows. I've read Matilda front to back. Still think the film was better. <laughs> but I enjoyed the book. But when I'm reading... If I'm reading, I mean, you can read articles, you know, like Hello yeah. magazine and things like that. I can read stuff like that. Why would you come out with that example? Find out what ga- Gaz from Jodie Shaw's been up to over the past few weeks. Well, of all the things you could read, why would you go Hello magazine? Well, because I don't read The Observer. I don't, you know, people say, oh, The Guardian and The Observer. The, the words are too small. You know, I can, I can do bigger words. But So, when I'm reading... I'm looking at the words and it's, you know, say it says things like the powerful and chanting something. I'm reading it and all I'm thinking is, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> and then I'm carrying on and then I'll think, should I get, should I get KFC? And then I'll be like, no, 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 it's, you know, I'm on a diet, I'll go Subway salad. And then before I know it, I'm at the end of the page. And then, and then if I'm, if I'm thinking about what's happened during that page, I couldn't tell you a character's name. Could not tell you a thing about it. Because, uh, but then, you know, the subway's always... marinara. The, the subway's always nice. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah must be um, so, 5-4 we are. I'm one up. And this week... Well, do you, if you remember at the end of... Um, at the end of the last episode, we, we told the story and we sort of quickly referenced this new Gillette advert. And, of course, it's causing... A lot of discussion, and um, I, I honestly think it's 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 brilliant. I think it's um, it's right. I just think uh, the message is being misinterpreted a little bit, and um, by certain people, um, for example, Piers Morgan. But uh, I was asked recently. I was asked on a training day about it because I do a little. I do a little sort of talk about effective adverts and. Uh, doing it through storytelling, that that sort of thing. I'm not going to reveal that now. You'll have to book on a course to hear about it. But we were sort of plug. talking about it. Yeah, nice plug. Plug. We are sort of talking about it. And one, one, one teacher sort of was saying they didn't really like it because they felt it sort of tarred every man with the same brush with it all. Now, if you've not seen it, if you just give it a... You, go on YouTube, give it a watch. Now, here's my interpretation of it, is that the advert is not saying that masculinity is a bad thing. In fact, I think it sort of celebrates what masculinity is. And, you know, the traits uh, that we associate with masculinity about being strong, being confident, being determined, not, not that I'm saying that only links to masculinity, but these are the traits we generalise with 
masculinity being strong, being even aggressive. You know, that tends to be a trait with men more that we tend to be more aggressive and I don't think that's a necessarily bad thing and the advert's not making that out to be a bad thing if it's channeled in the right way so if you are aggressive that's fine if you're taking that aggression into sport and competing in that way uh, that sort of thing what the advert's pointing out is that this toxic masculinity that we've had for so many years and we still have today uh, in lots of ways is actually about using that masculinity to put other people down to take advantage to abuse and 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 that sort of thing and true masculinity is about using those masculine traits to help other people and i think that what the advert is trying to put across and so as two white males who are probably the target audience for that advert we just wanted to make our feelings clear got anything to add to that or would you um well yeah it's it's i basically my message towards something like that is is kind of what I kind of focus on in school and that would that's just a simple message of just be nice just treat people with how you'd like to be treated and I know it's simple saying it but you know for example if you've got a class where there's loads of problems and kids are kind of kicking off with each other and stuff I, I was just saying like there's no reason for this like life life is it, happening it's happening yeah. Just just give it a good go. Be nice to people. And, and you know, it's like that classic thing, one good turn deserves another. I feel if, you, if you're just nice, if you're friendly, if you throw a smile to people's way, you might not always have the best day, but pe- people will kind of, you know, respond to it. And I think it's... Just be nice. Just it's be simple. nice. You've heard be it nice. here first. Life advice from Mr P. Just be nice. Just be nice. <laughs> I think it kind of sums it up, doesn't it? I mean, if because if someone said to you, don't be nice, they're not being very nice. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Let's just sum it up there. Right, so what we thought we'd do to, to show that we're in touch with our true masculinity and, you know, um, we, we talk about our feelings and that sort of thing, we've decided that this week we're going to choose three films each that made us emotional when we were younger. So these are films that, for us, were emotional roller coasters. We don't admit, uh, don't mind admitting, should I say, uh, shedding a tear at these films. Three choices each. Uh, films that we watched when we were younger that stuck with us because they did get us uh, in, in the feels. They got us yeah, going got emotionally. Us right. And uh, we'll talk about them and talk about why. So I'll go, shall I go first? Well, yeah, because uh, you got embarrassed last time. Okay, I'll go first. So first choice for me is the classic film, and it's still to this day an absolute classic, Cool Runnings. Only watched that recently. As in... You've no, on- no, as in, sorry. I re-watched that recently. Right, right, right. So, yeah, uh, Cool Runnings, if you've not seen it, tells the... Um, well, it's sort of, sort of true, but not... It's like, like a lot of inspired by true events about the first Jamaican bobsleigh team to enter the Winter Olympics. Uh, funny film all the way through. Oh, well, funny. Yeah. Funny film. Um, you know, John Candy was was great in it as well. I mean, it's an emotional scene where he sort of pleads to let the boys do it, even though he was a, seen as a cheat when he was younger. Spoiler alert, by the way. Maybe I should have given that spoiler alert. But of course. The, the ending where wow. they were building up, they're getting there, they, you know, there's, there's talks of them making the medal position. Was it the then, Swedish team? Was it the, the Switzerland? Oh, Switzerland or Swiss, Swiss, Swiss team, yeah. Swiss, yeah. Swiss team, yeah. yeah right, and obviously yeah. uh, they've had a few run-ins and they didn't like the fact that there was these new people. On this. It was just a classic film, but of course when it goes wrong and they end up crashing and then that part where they're like, we need to finish the race. We've got to finish the yeah. race. I mean, the, 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 the still made me laugh at that part where it was, um, you know, uh, Sanka, you're dead, man. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. And then, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, classic. And, uh, and then they obviously carry it to the finish line. And the point that got me, the point that I, my, my, I shed a tear in the cinema, I think I went to see it with mum, actually, is where the Swiss start a slow clap. Oh, the classic slow clap. They had needle plenty of them too as well, didn't they? Yeah, because the bar fight in the... the uh, cowboy place. Yeah, 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 and they run in it, yeah. So that's that's my first choice, right? Over to that's Adam. Perfect. I'm going to go for one um, which was, I mean, I absolutely adored it uh, when I was younger. And to be fair, I'm, I'm very much of the belief that when my little girl and new arrival uh, grow up a little bit, they will love it as well. And it's Homeward Bound. 
Oh, wow. Now, it's sometimes known as The Incredible Journey, I think. Um, right. But, yeah, we knew it as Homeward Bound. And maybe it was a remake, I'm not sure. But yeah, you had Homeward Bound, you had... Right, let me try and think of the names now. You had Chase. Yeah. Sassy. Yeah. Um, uh, Chase. What's so it was two, it, two dogs and a cat, wasn't it? Two dogs and a cat. You had Michael J. Fox was the voice of... Uh, Chance. Chance. Then Sally Field was the voice of Sassy, wasn't she? Yeah, correct. And then it was the old timer who was the voice of the of the what dog, the dog main called? dog. What was he called? Oh, this is gonna. But it was about like kids who had these dogs, and then they had a, a the mum, and then the stepdad, and it had that stepdad relationship. But then the dogs went missing. Didn't Shadow. They? Shadow. Shadow. Oh my goodness me! Is Labrador on here? Mm, no. 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 Golden Retriever. I think he could have been some Golden like, Retriever, yeah. yeah. But, you know, and then they, they go, they get lost and, and it was this amazing just journey home. Yeah, and so it, the family move, don't they? Yeah, and then the yeah, and then they go missing. It's just, it's just... And they sort of don't get on with each other, the animals. No. Um, but the journey brings the them journey together. The journey brings them together and then, then it, that, that classic scene at the end where, where Chance just comes sprinting through and then S- Sassy follows him. And then it's just like, and then the, the kid, the older kid who has had shadow, shadow yeah. the whole time, and then suddenly he comes like limping over the hill, mm. and it gets you. Right. I mean, it's getting me now. It's getting me now, but I don't know whether that's the allergies because I'm allergic to dogs and cats. Oh I don't know. god, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> right, so my second choice. Right, I'm going to go for um, my girl. Oh, my girl. My girl, honestly, I, I don't think I've ever watched that film again from the first time. Do you know what I don't think I have? It, I watched it when I was younger and it just scarred me. I mean, again, the ending with Macaulay Culkin where the bees and he, and he and then she's in the... Because she lives in a few... I'm, I'm, it's a, I struggle to remember it because I've watched it, but I've never watched it. Like, Cool Runnings I've watched a few times and yeah. Homeward Bound I've watched again, but uh, my girl just upset me that much, I think, that I've never gone back to it. Now, if I remember, Dan Aykroyd's the dad. Yeah. And he owns a funeral home and ends up at his funeral and she, she comes bursting in and she's crying because he's died of the bee. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember the bee. I remember the bees oh. things and, and, yeah, that was... That I must was have watched stuff. that when I was about nine, ten. Didn't they, didn't they kiss? Didn't they, didn't they kiss? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, boyfriend Because Because like, he liked her, didn't she? Yeah, and, yeah. Didn't she? and I remember I had a big, big sort of prepubescent crush on, on the girl in it. God knows what she's up to today, but about eight nine, she was my eye. She was she was on the list. Well, you know if you're the listening list? to this, <laughs> yeah. the famous worldwide celebrity that is Mr P. Oh, don't be saying um, that. Wonder what she, her name is. Wonder what she's up to. But yeah, nowadays. Um, I have to say that is. I mean, I've not seen that in years, but I always remember. I always remember that the bee stings definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So a young girl on the threshold of her teen years finds her life turned upside down when she's accompanied by an unlikely friend. Who tends to be, yeah. Anna Chlumsky. Yeah. I don't know what else she's been in. I think she was just one of those typical child actors that... Yeah, the classics, yeah. Yeah. Um, Your second choice? Yeah, my second choice is going to be... It's actually going to be my all-time favourite film ever. And uh, my all-time favourite film ever is Armageddon. Now... Again, now a few people from work had never seen Armageddon, and I make it my mission that if people tell me that they haven't seen Armageddon, it won't be long till they see it. So I, you know, I give them the DVD and I, and I make I, I I force them to watch it, and, and no one's ever got back to me and said didn't enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, it is everything you want out of a film. It is drama. It's action. It's it's just everything, and and it's Bruce Willis. Yeah. Uh, you know, Willis at the top of his game. Yeah, uh, I would say that, yeah. Uh, and then uh, it was an early Bow doors. Nil from there. It was an early doors Ben Affleck as well. Yeah. Uh, when 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 Affleck was was the absolute dog. Um but it was it was it, it brings back such good memories because I was I was ten when it came out. It came out in ninety eight and I was obviously eighty eight, so I was a solid ten and it yeah. was a twelve. Ooh. And back in them days it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy going into the cinema. You had you had the workers who were, who were very tough. And I always remember, it was in the holidays, and Dad took me, you, and Ryan, and he just went, four for Armageddon, please. And he just, he, you know, Dad, our dad's a big guy. 
and he just put me behind him and he just snuck me in. I thought I was gangster. I was bowling <laughs> through that cinema light. Yeah, and what? Yeah, I've just been to see... And what? You, what, you think I'm going to James and the Giant Peach? No <laughs> chance, bruv. So, you know, so I go into I go into Armageddon and I remember being sat there and I was... And you remember as well, we were yeah. blown yeah. away. At that age, when you're like 10, 12... Oh, my film, God. And it just, it was, that bit it was, at the but... end where, you know... And spoiler alert, if, you, if, if, you've, uh, if you've not seen it, please, God... Please watch it. Um, but if you haven't seen it, the bit at the end is... And I'm not going to go through it, because I feel like yeah, not okay. enough people have seen it, and I, and I kind of want to... No, but it's, it's such an emotional, emotional um, bit at the end of the film. And, and actually, believe it or not, the, the famous song, Aerosmith, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing, yeah. um, was my wedding song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, you know, and also, getting, when you worked at Odeon... Your name badge? My name badge was, yeah, was Adam Armageddon. Which <laughs> people which thought was his full such name. a great name, by the way. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Mr. Armageddon, uh, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, fits so well. Yeah, fits go so on well. then, last choice. Yeah, uh, right, my last choice, um, I'm going to go for uh, Titanic. Oh. Titanic. Now, the reason I'm choosing Titanic was um, when that came out in 97, I think I was 12. So I was just old enough to go and see it. And if I remember correctly, it was a 12. It was a 12. Yeah, it was a 12. And, yeah, and it was yeah, yeah. so good as a just spectacle at that time as a 12-year-old watching this film. I went to see it twice in the same day. Wowzers. So that was, I mean, the, the film's about three hours long anyway. So that's yeah. a solid shift. That is a solid that's shift. That's like a whole school day just watching Titanic, but it just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. Um, just everything about it, just the, the I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, it was the first time I'd ever seen boob on the cinema screen, which um, could have possibly been the main reason why I went to see it twice. Getting to see, um, at that age, just a whole roller coaster of emotions. What do you do when you see boob on the cinema screen? Well, I'm going to be honest with you, right, and, and I don't know if I've ever said this story, but talking about the first time you'd see it on TV or whatever... You remember the classic 90s film, Starship Troopers? Oh, yeah. There's a scene... <laughs> the making of TV series yeah, of it, there's yeah. There's a scene in that where they're all in the showers and, yeah. and it's the, you know, the women are in the showers. I, unfortunately, rented that film with Nana. <laughs> so I was sat there at Nana's house watching this film and they came on. They came on. <laughs> the, the female bodies came on and... I was just like sat there and I was a bit like, you yeah, know, what to do? What to do? I just, I just didn't know what had happened to me, <laughs> what, was, what was happening to my body, and and then I, you know I was I was a bit like, you know, <laughs> it was just I can't try to explain it, but you know you know what Nana's like. Nana was just kind of like yeah, not bothered at all. I was dripping sweat, <laughs> sweat was dripping in my eyes. I was thinking. Will the aliens come back? <laughs> you know, but um, the yeah, thing was, it's, it's so violent that film as well, isn't I it? Know, so like getting chopped in half and all sorts, and you're just worrying a bit of uh, <laughs> yeah, a bit of nipple on screen. I tell you what's funny that that's funny there because um, when we remember last episode we were talking about how we were shipped to Colwyn Bay every yeah. every holiday to stay with Nan and Grandad, but it was amazing because there was a blockbuster in Colwyn Bay oh, at the prime of Blockbuster and the way we used to manipulate our nana to get us 18s oh. when we were like 10, 12. So we'd pick up films. I remember... Um, Nightmare on Elm Nightmare, Street. Nightmare yeah. on Elm Street and we convinced me nana it was a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, no, nana, it's supposed to be really funny, really funny. <laughs> um, oh, it was great days. So, One, yeah. two, Freddy's good for you. <laughs> yeah, classic. Classic Freddy. Yeah. Uh, it was funny. So, um, so, yeah, Titanic for me, I'm That's, going for that. Yeah, because, yeah, again, I mean, the whole... <laughs> The, I thought the way it, yeah the, just the whole loss of life but I always this is another one about Titanic was that um, you know obviously that point where she's on the wooden plank and yeah. she's sort of going yeah, and it, never let go never, never let, let go, go. And then she now at go. That, that time at that time when I watched it as a 12 year old I used to be crying my eyes out so much I never really un, I never really saw or took in how much of how much wood she had on that, mm. on that, you know what I mean. So I've watched it recently with the kids because they were doing Titanic as their topic, and as I've watched it, there was so much wood that it was, it was like a whole door. It was, a, it was a whole door. Yeah. And he's in the, he's shivering, like, and just move up, love. 
Let me get up there. That's just honest chivalry, though, from old Jack Dawson. Yeah, the old Jack Dawson. But now it's sort of... I'm like, oh, he didn't need to... He didn't need to go. Never let go. And then she lets him yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I always used... That used to confuse me, because, again, I, I was quite young when that came out, and I always used to think, well, that's weird, because she's going, I'll never let go, as she's letting go. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, well... You're, you're lying to me. the guys. Yeah. The guys. What are you lying for? Yeah. What are you lying for? Um, yeah. Well, my my final choice is going to be one that that still gonna, pulls into the heartstrings. I think he's going to win and, this one. And um, also is obviously getting a re-release this year yeah, yeah. in CGI form, and that is the Lion King. Oh, now, I think you're going to win it. On the this. reason the Lion King. Um, stop trying to sway the voters, guys. Remember, it's three votes. It's three three choices. Average it out. One. You picked a film because you saw a boobly. <laughs> um, Wasn't just that. So, like Lion King, and and the reason why is obviously everyone knows the, the famous scene, Scar and Mufasa, the whole joy and the Hakuna Matata and Simba regaining the Pride Lands, and the reason why it, it's still in the mix is because I've shown it to my to my like to my two year old for the first time. Um, and when she watched it, she just started shouting out, Simba, where's your daddy gone? <laughs> and I was absolutely gone. I was gone. I was like, where has he gone? Where has he gone, Simba? And, you know, I've seen it about 50 times. Yeah. But she was she was actually upset. And All right, the, I thought she was, uh, after knocking me out, she was getting a bit bolshy, like, sort of going, yeah, Simba, where's your dad gone? Yeah, Simba, dad gone, has he? Unlucky? No, no, she's not Santa. Um, Yeah, so, you know, the Lion King, and I really do hope when this CGI version comes out um, in a couple of of months that it is really... Because it's, it's, it. it's from John Favreau, isn't it? The guy yeah. who did Jungle, Jungle Book, Book and, and he yeah. directed Iron Man and things like that. I mean, he's not going to do he's not going to do a tank job. It will be, but I just think I think the way he'll do the scar the scar yeah, Mufasa yeah. bit is going to be a very tough watch. I mean, because even though you know it's coming, oh it god, it still gets you every time. Yeah, because because the thing is, it will it will proper build up. Um, Mufasa again, and it and it'll make you kind of be like, oh, what what a great it's the same voice as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's James Earl Jones, yeah, yeah. Um, so. But yeah, unbelievable stuff. But yeah, great great films. Right, so there are your three choices, guys. You can go with my three choices of Cool Runnings, classic, My Girl, and Titanic, or you can vote for Adams, Armageddon, Homeward Bound, Homeward Bound. And The Lion King. So we will get the poll up on our Facebook page probably over the weekend. Uh, you can have your vote. And, of course, if we've missed one, if you think... Uh, I know there's probably going to be someone saying, what about Watership Down? That scar- scarred me as a child. Never watched it. Never watched it. I have to admit, I've never watched it either. They yeah. made a new one, didn't they? And it looked tacky. Yeah, yeah, best. So, um, yeah, we'll get that up. Right, on to the next feature. Right, so it's been a couple of episodes since we've done this feature, random thing, so uh, is it still giving you shivers down your spine, that little jingle there? That jingle. Do you know what? I've I've kind of given it... Have you grown to love it? No. (laughs) Uh, But it's, uh, you know, it's a new year, so basically... Simply, I just uh, I just don't listen to it. <laughs> As in, I listen to the podcast, but when I know when you're going, the next feature, I just switch the radio down. Yeah. And just like... Fair yeah. dues, I think you're probably not the only one. Anyway, right, random thing you only find in primary schools today. We are going to put into it mini whiteboards, oh. right? You will not find mini whiteboards anywhere other than in a primary school. And I guarantee you'll have one of these types of mini whiteboards. You'll hi- either have the top of the range, sturdy. Yeah. Sturdy with the border, and maybe the metallic border. border yeah, 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 yeah. And it might even have some lines on it to help with the handwriting. Mm. They're the top of the range ones. They are, they are, they are expensive. Or if budgets are tight, you've got the little flimsy ones, you know. Yeah, oh, the the te- bendy McGovern's. Yeah, the b- bendy ones, which are like only slightly thicker than a piece of paper. 
and they just break. And it, again, with mini whiteboards, it's always like the edges bitten yeah, off. I don't, these... I don't think that they, they break that often, but they get they get the black marks on them, yeah. don't they? And then you get the kids who are going... I, I, see, whiteboards don't annoy me as, as much as whiteboard pens. Right, whiteboard right. pens are painful. Like, what, you have the kid who goes, my whiteboard pen ain't working. And then you do the classic, you walk over, you take the pen off them, and then you scribble, and you can clearly see the scribble, and you're like, it clearly is working. Yeah. But then when the next time you do it, and you go, give it, and you give it, and then you, you're scribbling for ages, and nothing's happening. <laughs> right, fine, get a new one. Yeah. <laughs> you accept the feet, right, yeah. fine. Um, I'll tell you what makes me laugh, though, about mini whiteboards is obviously some of them will end up being quite dirty and filthy. And you, if you give children the role of whiteboard coordinator, they will always do the classic thing of making sure they get the nicest one, the nicest, cleanest whiteboard on their table first. And then if they've got any beef with anyone else in the class, they're getting the dirtiest, <laughs> filthiest whiteboard. Definitely. You know what I mean? He's giving this on purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's not even white anymore, it's just full. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the dirt, little mini whiteboards are the most random things you find in primary school. And again, if you've got a nomination, you think there's something that we can include, do get in touch, let us know, and uh, we'll feature it on the next episode. So we're going to finish this episode now with a story from Adam. Off you go, Adam. So, um, basically, this happened in my wife's school, and um, they've been learning about this topic, um, about this female soldier who goes off to war and actually um, loses a life, actually passes away, and, and it's all to do with kind of like, um, you know, bereavement and emotion, dealing with your emotions and things yeah. like that. And I think it's a Which big thing. That, yeah, of course, yeah. So, basically, in this class at my old school, they were doing this uh, circle bereavement time. Now, obviously, it's really important. There's, there's, there's children in that class who who have lost parents, who have yeah. obviously grandparents and, and so on. And um, so, anyway, they're all in this circle time. And um, they're all sharing stories about siblings and parents and then one lad's just in absolute floods he's yeah. he's absolutely crying his eyes out and it's you know and all the kids are getting quite emotional and but they're all being really kind of sensitive and sensible and and they're all kind of you know understanding people's um emotions and how they feel yeah, about yeah. certain things so basically um this uh this this little lad he's crying his eyes out and he starts going I mean, I, he went, I've lost uh, both of them. So no one knew what he was like, talking about. And, right. and uh, he he then said, um, he was like, he said basically one day um, he was having, he was having panic attacks and uh, because of loud noises and he died and he's, and he's, and his partner, um, we, she died, he said she died really close after um, due to a broken heart. That's what we all thought. So this teacher's saying that they're all, all yeah. the kids are crying, all the staff in there, the, the, the teacher, the support staff, they're all crying. And he said, um, but it turned out that um, it it didn't die of a broken heart. Um and he's still going as kid. So, you know, I liked it out. He was going, so, you know, one had already died and we thought the other died of a broken heart. But actually, it was my little sister that stood on it. So, so at this point, the teacher kind of wiping her eyes and she just said, and, 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 and what, you know, what was, what was this? You went, my two pet lizards. <laughs> Uh, you know, bless his little cotton socks. I mean, it, it's heartbreaking, but it's uh, the fact of the build-up to it. It was like, you know, it was like it was a proper, you know, big, big, serious yeah, yeah. loss. And 
Not that it wasn't a serious loss. No, it's you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, the like, way you were saying it was a couple died of a broken heart. Yeah. They went within weeks of each other. It turns out that one lizard just, just died <laughs> and the other lizard escaped and his little sister <laughs> stepped on it. So, you know, when he's saying died of a broken heart, no, no, died of a footprint. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, uh, just another classic. Yeah, the build up to that's quality. Just like everyone on his, um, just buying into it, like it sounded like your grandparents or even your parents, especially if everyone else is sharing their losses. And then, uh, yeah, oh, it's that's unbelievable, funny, isn't it? But, yeah, that is classic. Right, so that brings us to the end of another episode. Uh, as always, if you've enjoyed it, please share it with your friends. We still need as many people to subscribe to rate and review on the apple podcasts app it does really really help so if you can head over to there give it a give it a five star review that'd be uh, amazing remember head over to the website to mrpspodcast.com and get your tickets for the live show you don't want to miss out you don't want to think oh i'll leave it I'll, it'll be all right there'll still be tickets and then it sort of sells out and you just regret it for the rest of your life <laughs> Which That's is, heavy. That's yeah. heavy. <laughs> um, so yeah. So get in, get. Uh, please head over. Get your tickets, and um, we'll make sure it's a special, a special night. So uh, uh, have a great week, guys. We'll be back not next week, obviously, because I'm away. Where are you going again? Uh, be quiet. <laughs> I, 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 I put the feelers out. How would a live show go down in Dubai and we'll get out there? Yeah, we'll get like out it, there. Like but it. no, I'm really excited because, um, yeah, we've got loads of schools getting involved in the training, which will be great. So, um, yeah, a couple of weeks and we'll be back. Um, get in touch if you've got any stories. Uh, we'd like to fe- feature some of your stories as well. So take care of yourselves. All the best and we'll see you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. The energy transition is upon us, but what role will energy companies themselves, together with other businesses and governments, adopt in reaching net zero? Powered by How, an eight-part podcast series from Reuters Plus, in partnership with Aramco, will explore innovations and technologies aiming to move us towards a more sustainable future. Join me, Nisha Pillay, for in-depth analysis of these questions. Aramco, powered by How. Listen now.